You know, I don't have a prostate, right? I had that taken off because of right. cancer. And you know, I don't produce fluid. Right. You uh, okay. you shoot blanks. Ghost loads. Okay. That's kind of neat. Is it is it but, cool when it comes out for you? Like, is is it? Because I know. No, I have a normal everything, just no fluid. Am, am I making myself clear? Or do I have to be more explicit for you guys? Yeah, yeah you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. It's good. It's cool. Hi, I'm Dr. Drew, and this is Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for the emails and the voice messages at 818-253-1693 and drdrewafterdark at gmail.com for these guys. Uh, of course, Booth Boys with me in the house. What up? What Gentlemen. up? Yo, 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 yo. It's your boys. Gentlemen, that's my boys. Uh, this this uh, bobblehead at uh, doctor.com slash store. Oh, Josh Potter's calling me back. Hang on a second here. Let me let me talk to him. Just let him know he's on the podcast. Hey, Josh. Oh, I started to bother you. We're, we're recording the podcast right now after dark. There's great interest in your adventure last night. May I interview you for the... Okay, hold on. He said for sure. So you are now on speaker and you're on mic. None other than the great Josh Potter. Hey, Josh. Hey, so what uh, what led to you uh, the intrigue for this morning? The intrigue? Oh, so I uh, found a lump on my neck, which I thought was like an ingrown hair earlier in the week. Uh, as it grew, I started getting a little nervous, and I sent you a picture of it, and you informed me it's a cyst. Oh, I have another one. Yay! Yay! Josh formed another cyst. He's a cyst uh, former. It's neck this time. Can't even hide it. Well, so at first, so at first I was like, mm, you know, I get questions like this all the time from people. And I'm like, eh, you know, it's probably a lymph node or a salivary gland. And, and you went, ooh, I've had a clogged salivary gland before. And I thought, yeah, that's probably it. And uh, yeah, I didn't feel like that because I, I can't feel anything in my mouth at all. Feel, I can touch it on the skin, you know what I mean? Like that's where all the pain is coming from is the outside right and i had the salivary gland thing it was all inside it was like i couldn't swallow right uh, and and we didn't even get that far into the conversation because then josh sent me a picture i'm like whoa okay no that's not what this is at all (laughs) no um his uh, i I, i'm afraid to show it to eddie because he's squeamish you know he can't handle these things i'm good you're good (laughs) he doesn't want it uh go ahead and pull the picture up and show the camera whatever you call it at your mom's house studios, it would have made the other one look like nothing. It would have- so, so say that again, because I, I missed a little part of what you said. So we oh. did an operation on you, on your pylonidal cyst, in the podcast studio, which you still yeah. have not had definitively repaired, but we're getting close. You're getting nearer. Getting close, baby. It's coming. But that, yeah, people thought that I was in the hospital because of that, too. Yeah. But no, a brand new one on my fuck, my fucking neck. I thought I was on radio for a second. No, that's all right. You're on your mom's house. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, so this one, though, I mean, was huge, and it was making noises. I think it queefed a few times. Yeah, good. It's, like, the doctor good. was impressed with how much came out of it, like, in terms nice. of what. Im- impressive how much pus came out yeah because he actually said he's like good I, he goes a lot of pus how about i go is that good he goes oh it's great that's great i go okay good so so why are these things for me so there's things called branchial yeah, why? The, well this thing's called branchial pouch cyst and, and first let me i'm going to pull up the picture if you don't mind may i show the picture okay hold on yeah for sure he said so i don't know when this podcast comes out but i did a whole podcast with this lump on my neck going like i don't know what this is i'm scared i'm gonna find out i even said i go i go everyone's gonna say call dr drew i go dr drew has a life and then sure enough it got big enough and i would call you <laughs> and <laughs> yeah wait till it gets bad then call me that's always yeah, the so best practice it comes out on Tuesday yeah 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 and, and wait uh, better you know if you really want to do it the way most people do it wait till about Wait till it really gets bad, and you get a, like a fever, and you can't stand anymore, and it's like two in the morning. That's the time to call me. That, that's that's usually. So I appreciate you not waiting until that moment. So here it is. I don't know if you can. Can you can you see it there? Hold on a second, Josh. Can you zero in on it, guys? Okay, that was it early in the day. It uh, progressed, as we say. Yeah. So later in the day, when Josh says I'm freaking out, here was the size of said cyst. 
You guys getting that okay? All right. And uh, and that's when I was like, oh shit, this thing needs to go right away. And I sent Josh to the ER to the urgent care, hoping that they would just drain it. But they got kind of weird on him, and they wanted to excise it, and they needed a CAT scan. And I'm like, dude. His insurance kicks in in February. Why can't we temporize this thing, right? Right. God damn it. But I'll tell you what's crazy. That picture from the first picture was the morning, like before I went to the urgent care. Right. The second picture was at 2 in the morning while I was waiting at the ER, freaking out, going like, they still haven't seen me. I've been here since 3 p.m. Ugh. 3 p.m. until 4 a.m. That's so ridiculous, and it's so simple. I mean, like, the procedure you had done, like we've said, we did in the <laughs> podcast studio. It's the same procedure. When he was telling me he was doing it, I felt this familiar, I go, oh, I know this deal already. But I also was like, why am I having this happen again on my face this time? Well, so you thought it was an ingrown hair to begin with, right? Yeah. I'm going to bet it was. This is the... Being hairy is the worst curse that... I don't want to hear a woman say anything about her vagina ever again. Be hairy and then talk to me. My friend, this is a burden. This is a burden. <laughs> this is this is you. You have been cursed with a burden to, through life. And uh, it, it, it's a great source of um, commerce, right? I mean, the shoulder hair porn and all. I mean, n- not everyone oh, can do I that. In a heartbeat. You'd give it up? Not have, I'd give it all up in a heartbeat just not to have a cyst grow again. So many people not would be, you disappoint so many fans. You know what else is weird about this whole experience, uh, Booth Boys? I was literally staring at a tweet of Josh's where he's like vaguely talking about this thing. And I'm like, what? What's going on? And boom, he calls me. Well, that was the other anxiety I had was the just going to any sort of medical facility and worrying about Omicron or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. That's what you were talking about on the thread, which which was, uh, am I going to just get Omicron or should I go to emergent care? And I thought, uh oh, he needs to go. Uh, No, that was in the ER later. They're they're looking at your thread now. Uh, Let's see. Which one did I see? He he said something way early. It wasn't in the thread. It was like it was like. if I go to urgent care, it's basically guaranteeing I get COVID. Exactly. That was the, that was the one right. I in the morning. Exactly. It's right around in there somewhere. Live there it is. On no. Twitter because I don't have anyone to talk to. Tweeting <laughs> <laughs> into the into space, but I appreciate everybody who uh, did reach out and was, uh, you know, sending me DMs throughout the night and day uh, when I got my phone charged again and everything. So I, I want to say thanks to all the mommies who said what's up and everything. A lot of mommies in the house last night. I, I want you to know uh, I got Bert Kreischer involved, mostly just to freak him out, but I did get him involved. <laughs> <laughs> And, and he's uh, he's he's properly uh, affected by this. It's good. It's good. I can't believe he's never had one of these somewhere. Y- yeah, I, I he's pretty hairy. Well, maybe we ought to yeah. see we ought, maybe we ought to see what his technique is. Maybe he's doing something different that you should adopt. Hmm? I guess. I, I mean, I'm willing to do anything. I want to like dip myself in acid and get rid of all this hair. <laughs> Why doesn't he just get laser everywhere? Well, I was just gonna say uh, there there could be a whole bunch of content attached to this, as as we as we try to you know find somebody that can really take care of this. I, well, speaking of that, I tried to film this uh, because it was so much pus and everything. But I and I had my phone in my hand and it was so painful. I was like a soldier getting worked on in the yeah. field, you know. Yeah. I couldn't lift my yeah. phone. I couldn't. I was clinching my sh- my bed. No, remember, remember, I did that to you too. That's when I went back when we did our second procedure. I numbed the hell out of it. Remember? Right, but this one's in my neck. I know they could have done it. Just a little more difficult. It's diff- it's a little more challenging. But uh, we're gonna get him to an otolaryngologist, a friend of mine. We're gonna get him in there hopefully in a couple of days. And uh, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. And I call them. They're not open till Monday. I didn't so figure. I didn't figure. But but hopefully they'll hustle you on in, so you don't have to go back to the hellscape that is the emergency room. Emergency rooms are not the way to get medical care, everybody. Literally, if you know, unfortunately, everyone is so fucking busy now that I couldn't get Josh in anywhere except an urgent care. You go to urgent care; it's already t- literally ten times more expensive just walking the door of an urgent care. Then if you go to an ER, it's more like a hundred times more expensive. Oh yeah, I paid like 150 bucks for them to be like, go to the ER. Yeah, 
It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Uh, and so, yeah. So, By the way, shout out Jordan. He works security at the hospital, and he listens to all the shows. And he, uh, he was so cool. He kept all the Looney Tunes away from me that were wandering around, you know. Oh, we had, you had some fans running around there? No, 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 Looney Tunes. Like, you mean the, 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 the ERs are full of homeless people. Full of homeless yes, people, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh they they just need a place to live. That's all, Josh. If you just can place to live, yeah, they'll be they fine. Taking up some beds. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you're worried about the COVID people taking up beds. Yeah. No, no, no. Talk no. about some homeless people taking up some well, beds. Well, that, that's mostly what you see when you go to the emergency room these days. So, um, and by the way, that's what delayed your visit with the ER doctor by seven hours. So, good times. Yeah, exactly. um, but anyway, it's a case in point for why you must, why they must have good health care and, and proper care, and even if they don't think they need it, the homeless folks, so they don't clog up the ERs like that. And you need a doctor and health care insurance, which I've been humbling you about for, let's see, this is let's, how many days I've been? Well, it's been oh, two years I've been bugging you about that. You act like I just didn't want to do it. I yeah. I was poor. <laughs> you weren't there's a, there's a big difference i would have loved to do it i was like give me a million dollars i'll have all the health insurance now finally i can afford it i've bought a nice silver there, by the way these packages yeah bronze they're silver yeah yeah platinum, they sound great gym? yeah i know <laughs> they're gym memberships uh but but aren't they um is this a vacation club? but but now you're no, seeing no. as you look at some of them particularly the california care stuff they're not that expensive no, you're right. That's true. Yeah, I think uh, you thought they're they more expensive. No, they were still a little too much for me. Okay, all right. Now they are fine. All right, yeah, I accept so that. So here's what that here's what we're really hearing here, buddy. You got to go support Josh Potter on his shows and on his. Do you have a Patreon or something? Can we support you somewhere? Uh, the Patreon might be delayed a week now because of this incident. <laughs> Dude, I, listen. Okay, uh, well this will launch, but I don't. I can't tape now because I. Uh, I have to go back to it. No, this this is going to air. This what we're our conversation is going to air by the time your Patreon is up and running. So let's okay, let's get it. Yeah. So tell them yeah. where to go. Patreon.com/slash/the Josh Potter Show. The Josh Potter Show. You have a hardcore fan base. Uh, Thank you. No, I, lo- I love everybody who reached out and said nice things. And I, I, are you still in touch with uh, Nick Simmons? Oh yeah, for sure. I love okay. Nick. Nick is great. All the time. That is Gene Simmons' son, who's been extremely interesting, dude. Yeah, he's, he's come to a bunch of my shows, and uh, I'm planning on going to one of his soon too. We should, we should, got Booth. We should interview Nick on this show. He's a really interesting guy, super, super smart, and uh, has been trying to help us with the homeless thing, which has been impossible. That's great. But um, uh, so anyway, good times, Josh. Uh, next Thanks time, for talking with me. Well, next time, uh, you, I'm imagining you want to get some rest. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't slept. I have to get some food first, and then I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna take my medicines, and then I'm gonna. Which what antibiotics? Just so I know what you're doing. What they put you on? I got one that's a four time a day, or that's called Keflex. Uh, Ceflex, that, that's Keflex. That's Keflex. Okay. Is that five hundred or two? Hang on, is that five hundred or two fifty? Uh, yeah, you might get a little diarrhea from that, so pay attention. Okay, good yeah. time. Okay. Yeah. Well, guess what's gonna clean that up? The Norco's baby. We got that'll fix that diarrhea right up. You'll be hearing from. I'm glad actually that, I'm glad actually that you say that gives me diarrhea because I was worried about the Norco's making me constipated. Ah, well, there you go. They they were this thinking. Because I also have this one too. It's uh, sulfamalafox. This one's wrong. Sulfa. Are you not allergic to sulfa? Are you? What's that mean? Uh, any sulfa medication you've ever taken that before? Never. We'll find okay. out. That's one it, this one. is, it's one a, tablet. it's sulfamethoxazole, right? Sulfamethoxazole? Yes. Yeah. It's a really big word. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really big word. Um, sulfamethoxazole, that, that's an interesting, good combo. Hmm? The word goes around the whole bottle. Yeah, yeah. Sulfamethoxazole, Septra it's called, or or um, Septra DS, whatever. Uh, Bactrim is the other name for it. Use, use that one for urinary infections. Also, for people familiar with that drug, but uh, so uh, the boys, uh, I, I assume, as uh, soon as I uh, camera shuts off here, you'll probably hear from Eni and Nadav about those Norcos. They'll be uh, knocking, on, they'll be knocking on your door shortly. Oh my! Let's go. Suddenly, oh. your best friends, your new best friends. One thing I got out of this whole friggin' experience, right? <laughs> yeah. Hi. Okay. Yeah. 
So we, we need to the, we need to really give some thought when you when you see the uh, ear, nose, and throat person. Um, yes. Give some thought into the hair stuff too, because you notice where these things are forming. It's sort of where you have hair and and creases. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. My my jawline is so distinct. That's where it went there that time, huh? Yeah, and you need to kind of maybe we need to do. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Andy's onto something with laser. Andy, you got any good laser guys out here? I do not. I'm down. All right. Well, we'll we, we'll stay We're in touch. It all the time. So. Yeah. Well, I, me too. Uh, we'll stay in touch. I'll be I'll be back in Los Angeles in a couple of days, and uh, awesome. you know if this doesn't work out, let me know. Yes, and thank you for your help. I appreciate it so much. And, and, and uh, no sweat, and uh, thank you for not waiting till two in the morning. Although you did text me at three in the morning last night, that was appreciated. Uh, it was three, oh, it was three probably in Austin. Yeah, nothing much I could do in Austin at three in the morning, and yeah, you're in Los Angeles. But, but very much at the end of my rope, I was texting a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I saw. I saw I texted the an ex girlfriend. Like, I'm sorry for everything. I'm coming back, baby. If I make it. Were you really thinking? I a lot of people. Were you really thinking this might be it? I mean, I, it was. I was getting so frustrated. I think I told the triage nurse when I was really at the end of my rope that. I was like, well, I'm going to go in the parking lot and cut it out myself, and then that'll get me in here, I bet. And then he, that's when he like kind of pushed me along in the 14th hour. And, and, and now that you you said it was compressing your airway, that that was the I was if I'd seen, I didn't actually see your text until this morning. And what I would advise you was like make a lot about the shortness of breath, shortness yes, of breath. Because it was starting to feel like it was choking. Me. Yes, Sh- shortness. I can't breathe. My chest hurts. Or I'm confused. Those are three things that will get you, or I'm passing out. Th- those things will get you into the ER. I'm going to say all five of them. Okay, even though there were four. Good. Okay, good. I'm confused. See? Yeah, well, there you are. See? Proof positive. All right, so Patreon slash The Josh Potter Show, right? Yes, and YouTube slash The Josh Potter Show. And uh, yeah, that's about it, baby. Maybe I'll bring you and Nick into the show one of these days here. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun because I know he's, he's just a huge Potter fan. He really is a giant fan of yours. Um, yeah, he's the man. All right. Well, get better. Keep fans. your head up. Uh, you know, I, I don't mean keep your head up like keep your attitude up. I mean literally keep your head elevated. So this oh, thing. Got, I, got, I shouldn't lay down? I better if you keep your head elevated. The thing needs to drain uh, okay. away from your brain, hopefully. That's the direction you want it to go. Uh, okay. And uh, if it gets bad or you get fevers or anything else, you know, and did they, and it's got the little wick sticking out of it like I did in your, your second asshole. I haven't, I've been able to like bring myself to look at it. Yeah. Cause it's kind of freaky on my neck. It's like a slit on my neck, but um, yeah. I, uh, I think it does. Yeah. And I, they said if they go, like, if it falls out, it's not a big deal. Like you said, like it's, oh, it's a little thing. Oh boy. So they just put a, they, you remember, remember when I, I did. No, but hold on. Remember what when I did your procedure, I had to go back and repack it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Did like a whole ribbon dancer. Right. So the first time, just FYI, the first time I did what these guys have done to you, you may need to get more packing in. But if hopefully it'll be the ear, nose, and throat. Somebody really skilled to do it. So right, right. that that would be great. Um, but I want you to know you have made. I I I'm not sure. I think Andy's probably dissociated. I, I'm guessing by so now. This is what's crazy about waiting in that waiting room. I didn't listen to music. I didn't listen to podcasts. I stared into space for a majority of the time, which is cr- like the entire time. Is, I never once took my headphones out or anything. Is that because you were nervous or is that because you're thinking any minute they're going to walk in here and work on this? No, I was nervous. Uh-uh. Like I just couldn't <laughs> even think about like music or podcasts or anything. Like yeah, yeah. I was like, Ugh, get this noise out of my head. Yeah, I get, I get it. It's hard when you're really upset. It's it's very hard to focus on anything. But uh, although any is dissociating with you, let's say now, uh, you've made you've made Nadav exceedingly happy. I, oh, I, I wish Nadav could have been the nurse for this this one. He would have me too. Me too, buddy. Yeah, me too. He's I hear him giggling in the booth. I hear him carrying. Hold on, him. I, I just want to let you know I'm not happy that Potter has a nexus. What? what but you are delighted by this whole. Exchange his though. his perspective on it is hilarious. Okay, you, you see, so you wish your friend didn't have it, but thank you for having <laughs> share, sharing your thoughts, Josh. Making that up very happy. As long as it ends up as content in some capacity, <laughs> it's worth it, right? Yes. Uh, I'm just thinking if we do, if you actually need, I bet that ENT group that I sent you to has a has a surgery center attached, and if you actually need oh, that, sick. no, but listen, yeah, if you need it done, I should scrub in, and then we should film it. 
oh man, that'd be so dope. They're like, and to do the surgery, celebrity <laughs> surgeon, Dr. Drew, and it's one of those auditorium surgery things. <laughs> with the, yeah, like in the 20s, early 20th century, 19th century. Uh, guys with guys with handlebar mustache sitting around watching it. All right, my friend. Great to talk to you. I'm glad you're better. Great and to talk uh, to you too. thank you again for all your help. You bet. We'll talk soon. Yeah, yeah. All right. To everyone out there too. Thank all you. right. All right. They're saying goodbye. Everybody says goodbye, Josh. Bye. Oh, that was so good. Oh man, he really went through something. Yes, he did. That's that's wild. And you know what? My uh, what was funny about that was just like, oh yeah, I got a text from from you at three a.m. And he's like, oh yeah, well I guess like the hour difference is there. <laughs> but it's like it was one a.m. in L.A. when he texted you that. I, I know, like <laughs> like it's so much better. <laughs> right? No, no, no. People, you will be. It's really. Hmm, this I don't want this to sound shitty, but it, it's. It, because because I'm I'm delighted when people I want to help I'm delighted when people reach out, but but my advice to all of you is reach out to your doctor early because when you by the time you get upset and worried and, and it's late, you're you're so in your moment that you typically treat the physician as just a uh, you know you know something inanimate let's put it that way and and but you know you're usually calling late and you're upset and you want them to do something right now and it's like that is not again not good health care not good health care so right. all right so o- ounce of prevention versus a pound of cure right this isn't prevention this is just uh don't be and by the way it's usually from a good place that people wait they, they don't want to bother us they feel like a bother it's really nothing no bother the, the quick and easy stuff we, we can we can we sort of know whether it's it's better to be on our radar, and we literally can kind of I, I don't know have a other way to describe it than smell. We kind of know what's going on based on what you're telling us. And um, and Potter called me early enough in this one. He actually did. He he waited a little little bit too long. The problem was the the system he got stuck in, and that's no fault of his. Um, all right. So by the way, store.ymhstudios.com for the Rational Revolution uh, cup, which I want in everybody's hand. We we need all simultaneously be drinking out of that cup so we get uh, together with our rationality. Lest we forget the shirtless Drew shirt, <laughs> which I always do. The shirtless <laughs> Drew shirt is there, and uh, anal starts at fifty. And and uh, aren't we gonna have a new one? Uh, to leave leave twenty uh, twenty behind with anal or something. Didn't we decide that's the new slogan? I'm not sure. Let's see what we got. Uh, oh, what, ooh, look at this. Oh. My God, they've got a lot of merchandise at your mom's house. Ah, there so we go. So we got uh, Shirtless Drew shirt. We got How Effing Dare You, Rational oh, Revolution. Show me Mom, How Effing Dare You. I liked I've not seen that one yet. Let's see it. Woo! Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. How Effing Dare You. Okay, look, good. I like that. Look at that Shayna put him. Yeah, nice. And... Uh, and what happened to Anal Starts at 50? It's gone. It's a limited edition. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. That was one of the first shirts that we did with you like two, three years ago. Yes. 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 Well, when Susan first appeared on uh, what, Where My Mom's At and all this, uh, all this business started, that she capped off with her last visit. Uh, and by the way, there's another one coming with her. We're going to, we got a lot, of inf- a, lot of, a lot to go over with her, the young lady. Right. All right. We got lots of voice messages. Let's get to one. Yeah. Hey, Dr. Drew. It's Jake from Colorado. I got another question for you. So I'm trying to take my pisses nice and clear. And if I drink water all day, sometimes my piss still comes out yellow. I, I just I don't understand how it's still coming out yellow if I'm just drinking water all day. I mean, it's not that my PO's mad at me or nothing. I'm asking for a friend. Right. But, uh, yeah. Touch my camera through the fence. Yeah, buddy. Thanks. So uh, the yellow is a sign of more concentration. So you're concentrating your urine well. It could be a vitamin or something you're taking that just keeps coming out slowly during the day. If you drink enough water long enough, it will clear, it seems to me. Uh, and now it may not be a perfect, you know, look like spring water, but uh, it will. that yellow should kind of clear out of there. And but, I got a question. Like, but it, some people a lot of, produce a lot of urea, so. Isn't it? Almost like, isn't it good if you're drinking water and yellow comes out? Because doesn't that mean that bad stuff is coming out of you? It does mean that, and it means you're. It, to me, I kind of think of it as meaning your urine's concentrating. Because remember, a couple shows ago, the guy was talking about drinking gallons of water, and like, oh, why can't if I drink seven gallons? Uh, it's like you can literally wash out your kidney's ability to concentrate, and that's one of its main functions is to keep as much fluid in as is as is homeostatic, you know, not to just have it constantly going out. Um, because if you have any restriction of access to water, as happens in the environment of evolutionary adaptedness, 
uh, you get into big trouble quick. Another voice message. Hey, Hitler's on because I shoved my hair so deep uh, into my ear, ball it up, and put it in my ear, and it makes my eyes roll back in my head, and I obsessively do it as a means to to pleasure. Not quite sexual, but it feels really good. Why do I do that? Um, thanks. I'll be coming up to May. What did he say? I think he's saying that he puts Q-tips in his ears, and he's wondering, Dude. why does it feel so good if it's bad for you? I, I noticed I've got some other Q-tip emails coming up here. H- here's the deal. Have I not said this before? Don't don't call me daddy. No. Um, <laughs> it, it, which is this, this is my next don't call me daddy, which is do not put Q-tips in the ear canal. Read the outside of the Q-tip box, not for inside the canals, for the pinna. The thing on the outside, you can use it to get through the contra and the, the uh, all the different creases there. But it is not meant to be put in the canal. It is the leading cause of ruptured eardrum in the country. Do not, it, and it only packs wax in. What you get on the tip is a piece while the rest gets packed back in. So you're making things worse. You, you need to get a lavage syringe or put your head under the shower. You do not put Q-tips in your ear. I am guessing that, uh, oh, here we go. What are you doing here? Lavage syringe. Yeah. The, well, no, no, uh, ear lavage syringe you want. That, that's just a general lavage. That actually will work with all, pretty much ear lavage. There we go. Yeah, there you go. The, the, the third one in on the top is the really the one you get at the pharmacy. Yeah, that one you get at the pharmacy. No problem. It works like crazy. You, you use lukewarm water. Do both sides because you, when you put warm or cold water in your ear, it stimulates the semicircular canals. You have three canals in your ear that determine are involved in your uh, balance, and they have fluid in them. And if you put hot water in, the fluid starts moving, right? It rises, and that your body thinks it's off balance or seasick, and you'll get really, really sick. You could vomit pretty quickly. Uh, so if you, after you rinse it off, make sure it's lukewarm so it doesn't you know, make the fluid go up or down. If it's cold, it goes down. If it's hot, it goes up. Um, and then balance it out by doing both ears. <coughs> Sorry, I still have this little cough. Uh, oh yeah. Speaking of which, uh, people might be wondering oh, why, yeah. why some of us have masks in the in the booth, and it's just because you know someone, you know, when, someone on staff just woke up sick, and we're just taking precautions as well. Well, and not just sick, but sore throat. And sore throat is the most prominent sign of Omicron. Have I talked about Omicron and the differences between that and Delta? Uh, Let me just quickly. I know this isn't typical your mom's house stuff, but it's a lot weaker. If you've had three vaccine, that is, if you're boosted, I've seen dozens and dozens and dozens of people in that situation, and essentially you get a cold if you're in that situation. Again, sore throat, prominent symptom. If you've had just two vaccines, and again, most people got those two, you know, six, eight, ten months ago, you can get sick. Now, my son is in that category, and he got, was sick for about a week, and it was pretty unpleasant for him. Um, but And if you've had natural immunity like me and my other son, we both also got it. You get the sore throat, you get the cough, but you feel fine. Uh, it, I really thought I, I didn't know I had, I had no idea I had this thing. I just thought I had a cold. It wasn't until that my entire family got sick. I think I've mentioned this, and um, and it, it lingers. It lingers a bit. It's a pain in the ass. If you're a virgin, let as you say you're an unvaccinated with no natural immunity, Omicron could hit you pretty good. The re, you know a virginal experience with this virus is always nasty, nasty. I don't know. You know, Adam Carolla is calling me. I don't think he will agree to be on the show, though. So he's a little more persnickety than our buddy Josh. Um, uh, so, as I was saying, you know, if you're a virgin, uh, in other words, never been exposed to the virus or the vaccine, Delta is still around. So, if you are, you know, prostrate, in other words, you're laid out and you have um, fever and cough and that kind of stuff, it could be Delta. So, be careful. Speaking of prostrate, that makes me think about prostate, which makes Hell me th- yeah. which makes me think about don't call me daddy, which makes me think about how upset I get about people not understanding that seminal fluid, the stuff that comes out of your penis during an ejaculate, is made by the prostate gland. And then I thought I was having this thought in the shower this morning. You know, I don't have a prostate, right? I had that taken off because right. of cancer. And you know, I don't produce fluid. Right, you uh, okay. you shoot blanks, ghost loads. Okay, right. I want to. I, I couldn't remember if I made that clear on this show. Um, it's just think about it this way: I I don't have a prostate, I have testicles, and they make sperm, but it doesn't get that doesn't come out anymore. It gets sort of resorbed, whatever. But but the point is, because I don't have a prostate, there's no fluid. 
Oh, None. So Nothing even... is produced by the testes sufficiently to cause a fluid to come out. So not even dry cum comes out? There's a little bit of uh, like uh, you're, you're, there's a whole system your urethra has of lubrication and things like that. And you get some of that stuff. And there's probably, I, I don't know, maybe there's some sperm in that. but That's kind of neat. Is it, is it cool but, when it comes out for you? Like, is, is it? Cause I know. No, I have a normal everything, just no fluid. Am, am I making myself clear? Or do I have to be more explicit for you guys? Uh, yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. It's good. It's cool. Any? You dissociated? You back? Uh, I'm here. I'm just, okay. you know, <laughs> admiring his ridiculousness. That's Can you? All. you but it be, it's not such a bad thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to ask a question. But uh, but I'm just wondering if any because Annie's a little squeamish about this stuff. So I'm wondering if you have any questions about not having a prostate and maybe driving home my point about the testes not being a source of anything except sperm, essentially, and testosterone. Uh, I I don't think I get I don't get squeamish about prostate stuff, do I? Mm. I don't think. Well, so. I thought you get squeamish about medical stuff generally. I just thought <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, the fact that somebody took out my prostate probably seems a little weird to you. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like I don't know. It's you're lying or something, and it's like not there's no it's no just normal. You they know they I mean? did an operation and they went in with a robot, a Da Vinci robot, and they cut out the whole thing, a, a big robot. organ robot. What do you? To look up the Da Vinci guys, Da Vinci robot. You mean a robot? I mean a robot. Like it's like, like a robot, like with hands. There it is. There's the picture over there. There it is. That far left. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That. So the surgeon. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> now he's gone, and he's gone. Holy. So the surgeon. Not sits, gonna lie, it looks really hot. <laughs> the future's the, now. The surgeon sits across the room. Now look uh the third one down on the left. Down. Nope. Okay. Yeah, you see it. The surgeon's across the room, and then you're got the robot inside you. And uh, they do at the end put an excision. They put a, a little, a small excision, a, a, a suprapubic excision to pull the organ out once it's been, you know, completely excised by the robot. So there it is. See the robot. The surgeon's in there in with his face in that uh, video machine. See that? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather that robot be because I don't know. My my brain kind of goes sexual for this. This looks like <laughs> some super sick sex device, doesn't it? I mean, come on, like. A little bit. I, I understand what you're saying, but I assure you, there was nothing sexual about it. But could it? But could it be used sexually? Like, uh, no, under no. the right hands. No, under the, in the right hands. No, let's uh, in the right. No, no, not okay. even in the right hands. Let, let's uh, let, let me um, let's see that. if we can see. They're essentially, it's just lights and and knives. Essentially, all yeah. Give me the, that one. Yeah, see see what that is in reality. That's not so sexy. Yeah. Right. Is I it, mean, it depends. You could put different attachments it's on cameras, the end of those, and <laughs> it's cameras and knives. But I, I get where you're going. I get where you're going. So Good. you, you like, any, any likes a, a, like a device. Like he likes something that really it looks like you're going into a mad scientist lair, and, well, the, and they kind of lock somebody into it, and they're going to do stuff to them. I like that. I like your thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's. Uh, Remember, yeah, it's, I got, I got a whiff of your stuff too. I've learned. So I, I you kinda, got a whiff of my stuff. What does that mean? I that I that I that didn't you're into. No, I just didn't know that I could uh, understand these things that you you brought an awareness into consciousness of my own stuff. Well, that's good. Have you, yeah. uh, have no, you done I, any? I, okay, no. No, I'm not that interested. That. <laughs> I just, okay. I'm just aware that it's like, oh, I see why he could like that. I get it. So, but not, not, no motivation around it. Different. Yeah, it's basically like you know a machine like that too. It would just be like overstimulation. You know, like it, basically imagine if someone could have seven hands. You know, like imagine right. the shit that they could do. So. Right. Do, is but, there? Is there now? Out of curiosity, is there like a line of porn that does stuff like this? Uh, anime tentacle sure stuff. Is. Oh, is that? Anime oh, tentacle? that that too. Yeah, yeah. No, no you're meaning more. He's meaning more device porn. Like women are strapped into something and there's devices used on them. That kind of thing. Right. Which is which is huh. yeah. It, it could be done through you know animation or oh, in real life animation Interesting. Yeah, yeah 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 animation that's like hentai you know like oh, okay. the tentacle you, you showed a like tentacle shitting out of nipples or some shit okay look look ago. for yeah we looked for um shitting dick nipples or something what was that something like that yeah, that was a was. that by the way that was a mike catherwood find but let, can you look <laughs> it up there uh Nana? shitting dick nipples yes yes Coming right up Yes, my and, we definitely and, won't be able to show this. And uh, Kathy Wood will be in here in a little while. Oh Jesus uh, Christ! By the way, uh, well, uh, some normal shitting is happening in some of these searches. Oh my God! So, pe what are people into? Man, I should bookmark this for the live show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, why is there cleavage, Harry? Oh my. God. 
God, that's so... Oh, oh my, my God. Oh, my God. So, Annie, you like this stuff? Sure don't. <laughs> sure don't. I don't see any machines on this one. <laughs> I think there's many different versions of that, too, because I had not mm-hmm, seen yeah. this. Cathwood used to pull this stuff up. So, oh, my God. It goes right into vomiting and porn. Oh, uh. ah, let's get out of this. Yes, please. Jeez. <laughs> Oh man, it, it, it depletes me some of this stuff. It's so gross. Let's let's get a voice message in here. Hey, Doctor Drew, both boys, all the mommies. Um, I was listening to, I believe it was last week's podcast when you were talking about dick stretching. And let me just say that though I haven't gotten any longer of a peepee from it, all throughout my life it's been a comfort for me to tug on my my foreskin. Hmm. Um, and I think because of how long I've been doing it, I've at least stretched my foreskin out. Though Ooh. it hasn't given me any extra length, yeah. I have for sure stretched out my little fucking uh, my piss flap. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know if that's because of me pulling or if it's just I have a long foreskin. Uh, but I think that's what it has to do with. Uh, anyways, piss on me, beat me. Um, uh, okay, now you come. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way he cracks his own stuff up. Um, so that's called self-soothing. Some people twirl hair, some you know scratch a certain spot. Uh, you pull on your foreskin, so good for you. Um, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that you could lengthen because skin, you know, does kind of you pull. And I, I've always wondered the whole idea of the the lengthening the penis by pulling on it that a term called jelking that people use to to describe that let's go jelking jelking yeah right you guys haven't heard yeah. that before no i was just saying yeah. I, was, I was just saying let's go yeah we we determined on a later or on an earlier episode that i am quite the professional oh yes yeah, yes well you you're usually jelking with a goal in mind no 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 i mean that i did when i was a kid you, oh. we, we don't you don't remember this one i don't remember this yeah i used to i did the whole thing i put weights on it oh like, i, I do remember yes I, I thought you meant you were yeah but you you went through a period where you were yes yes not were you interested in that but but again my thinking on that always is you're just going to stretch the skin and the soft tissues how can you possibly stretch the cavernous tissue but all right uh but certainly the skin itself pulling this foreskin will lengthen so there you go uh good on you hey welcome uh you know do you guys ever watch uh on howard stern when um richard and sal start putting stuff in sal's foreskin sal has like a marsupial pouch like he could put a kangaroo in there what yeah, yeah. in his foreskin yeah yeah a marsupial pouch I mean, I'm being facetious. I'm being, you know, ex- excessive. Wait, but and you said that they put stuff like... Like wallets and M&Ms and all Wallets? Of, I think you put a wallet in there or something one time. What the fuck? Yeah. Why? Well, um, is it... Jesus. Oh, those guys are sick. Yeah, those guys are sick. Yeah. Yeah, the booth at your mom's house is calling the guys sick over at uh, Stern. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. Yeah. We, <laughs> we just like fucking robots. Not yeah, that fucking dude, crazy. We have boundaries. We have yeah. limits. All right, let's see if... I'm not, I'm not helping any putting wallets in his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's see Why if this... Um, they're just, you know, it's a novelty. Can you do it? I don't uh, have foreskin, so no. Look, they, they are committed to their content just the way you guys are committed to yours. <laughs> you understand enough. me? You understand me? Uh, this is entitled Come Out the Nose. I recently was having relations with my girlfriend. She performed oral sex, and when I climaxed, it was so forceful that it had come out of her nose. Sick. Now my question is, is that due to force on my end, or would it be due to a smaller mouth not be able to contain everything? Um, it, it, it was a p- combination of both. It probably you, you the force caused her to sort of gag, and the gag had a reverse component to it, a reverse peristaltic component, and it p- pushed it up top. And uh, are you still with the same girlfriend, or did that finish that relationship? I, you know what I'm saying? This and this lady, don't we uh, want to hats off to this lady if she's oh, hung with him? That's actually probably really painful to have something more viscous yes, go up there, right? Yes, yes. Well, it's essentially <laughs> the same thing that you'll blow out of your nose. I have a good uh, follow-up question. Like, is there a... Uh... Could it get stuck there and get infected? Like, could that cause a yeah. whole bunch of issues? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you had a lot of sinus stuff going on, it, it's like anything else getting up there and, you know, uh, occluding the sinuses and not draining properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could do a little something. So I found a medication that helps my anxiety and depression, venlafaxine. Uh, only problem is it made me completely impossible to have an orgasm, as many SSRIs do. 
And this is an SNRI, but it has that potential side effect. No problem getting erect, but penis has no sensation. Oof. A couple times I was able to, but didn't even realize that it happened. In early 2021, I decided to stop taking it. I was fine for most of the year, but my anxiety is worse than it was ever before. Hmm. And when, you know, you can get a withdrawal from venlafaxine, so you might want to talk to your doctor about that. I can't do things with my daughter. I constantly have to leave work. I'm a nervous wreck that hides in bed all day. Oh, my goodness. Over the past five years, I've tried every SSRI and Wellbutrin. Nothing worked except it affects her. So now I know that I'll ultimately have to go back on it if I want to live my life comfortably. But is there any medication to counteract the ability to have an orgasm? I hate having to choose between sanity and sex. Oh, I am so sorry. Um, there are a lot of other medication for anxiety <clears throat> that are not in this class of SNRI and SSRIs. You might want to try something called Neurontin, Gabapentin, that is good for anxiety. Sometimes there's something called Doxepin that you take at sleep that sometimes helps during the day. And generally, you want to avoid the for long-term solutions, you want to avoid the the benzodiazepines, but clonopin is helpful. Maybe they could you know, give you some Neurontin during the day and then use some anxiety medication on top of it here and there. The problem is, over time, that can make things worse. So the point being is there are other solutions. It's nice that the venlafaxine works. You know there is solutions out there, but you need to talk to a good psychiatrist about that. Another voice message. Hi, Dr. Drew and Booth Boy. This is Marissa in New Hampshire, and Marissa? I've got a really weird situation. Uh-oh. Um, I'm trying to, to right figure place. it out. I have um, an issue with squeezing my husband out of me when I climax, and it's been happening, gosh, for a few years now. Um, some background is I do have a kid, um, but it was by C-section, and so there's no chance of a episiotomy and like stitching me up a little tighter. And I did Kegels through every math class in high school, so I don't know if I just screwed myself by being bored and thinking I was going to get a bomb, you know, meow. Um, but is there something I should be worried about? Um, or, you know, maybe I'm just a little too strong down there. Um, I would like to finish on my husband. That would be great. So um, let me know if maybe there's something I can do. Thank you, guys. Wow, Marissa, we have never had this question, and it's it's not exceedingly uncommon. I mean, the degree to which they're dealing with it is a little uncommon, but she's saying that she can climax with intercourse. And we've discussed over the years that that already puts her in kind of a special class, right? Not everyone can do that. And it sounds like she does that reliably. For some women, when they orgasm, the vaginal walls collapse so strongly and if they're you know extremely lubricated, the, the penis can't stay in. It just not, it just comes out. Uh, sure, it can. You just need enough uh, enough strength. Well, this is on. this is the point. You're you're going to have to really like. It's hard to. It depends what they're doing when she climax, right? And so I need more of that kind of information. But it, it it's a it's a it's a bit of a dance that they have to do to keep. He he has to be very focused. I'm just trying to think what is they're looking for. I mean, like in one, in one respect, who cares, right? Right. That's what I was wondering yeah. is like, what's the problem? But yeah. I, th- I think she she said at the end, it, I think it wraps well, it up. She said, I, I want to finish on my husband. As, as though somehow she loses something by him not being inside during the orgasm itself. Well, there's also like th- that means the orgasm potentially could stop. You know, right when he. I don't think that I don't think that happens. But you're right. That could. We don't know. That's why I wanted to talk to her. But I, I don't. I don't think that's what she's talking about. I. I am wondering if they are trying to like do it at the same time or something. Which is, don't waste your time. <laughs> don't worry about that. Uh, everybody gets their turn. That's fine. Uh, but this is really interesting. That that um, it'd be interesting to also if she's multi-orgasmic too, because that's also a more typical feature of someone who is multi-orgasmic. Uh-huh. So they—that's your experience too. Uh, I was just gonna—I mean, that's what I was saying—is like yeah. the orgasms now stop because it's like you kind of have to. It's yeah. a reset button. You yeah. Know? Why can't we just keep going? And right. Going and going. It kind of resets. That's yeah. exactly right. And so, so I would—we need kind of more information about what they're doing. So good. See, we've learned something today. That it's not abnormal. It's quite normal. It's fact, in fact, a good thing when this happens. But that it has to kind of be worked with a little bit. And I'm wondering if they're talking about it. Maybe. Maybe he, yeah, I don't know, maybe she's too embarrassed to discuss with him or something, but it needs to be kind of worked out as a couple. All right, it's a new uh, email here from Alex from Tucson. Hey, mommies. Uh, I make brown seven days a week, first thing in the morning, about two, three 
days a week. I'll make a second round of brown. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, very much like sitting on your balls. My balls are very sensitive after the second round. This most often happens on the weekend when I've slept in. Why is he giving me all this? My balls ache. My butthole's quivering. I don't know what to do with this. It only seems to happen when a large brown, and there's urgency to the brown, seems to occur everywhere on the Bristol school stool scale. Did we look at the Bristol school stool scale once here? Uh, I think once or yeah, twice, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I have not been tracking ball pain to Bristol stool scale specifically. Once the brown has passed my ball, pains fade away. So just what we're say- he's saying essentially, I think it's a he, uh, is that when the anal ampulla, give me another, give me an anal ampulla here, fills up, for some reason that causes some sort of stimulation of the nerves to the ampulla, ampulla, A-M-P. With an A? A and a U, ampulla. Yeah, I don't Got know. Got him. I don't know what we, we end up with a car, impala. There you go. Give me the second row, that one. Second row, third one in. Second, there you go. So there you go. See how it's all down at the bottom there, that, that big base thing? That can, that can really fill up. And that puts a lot of pressure on the pelvic musculature and lymphatics and nerves. And it makes sense to me that somebody could get some discomfort from that. So that's it. So he needs to take more bulk in his diet and move things more frequently. Don't let it all build up. Um, are there any interesting videos out there? Maybe some TikToks for me to look at? Oh, you know it. I bet. Something that you may not know about Amazon is that when you purchase an item from them, sometimes they will send you an item that has been previously returned. So keep an eye out for this label. If you see this on a product, it means it's been returned. Why is that interesting? Because now you know if you're getting new shit or someone's broken shit. Oh, they all seem to have a label like that on it. Uh, is it just the number on it? Just It's, it's just a L- barcode. It's How the I... LPN, I think. Yeah, starts oh. with LPN. Okay, so we're educating our audience. Okay, yeah. if you see LPN. This is one of those educational. But I don't know why I give a shit because <laughs> you know if it's you know what I mean. So what? So it's been in somebody else's mailbox. How dare you? This is Christina's curation. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, I'd like to ask her why this is so important to her. But okay, she learned something good. Mm-hmm. See what else we got. Never marry a useless woman, oh. just like you wouldn't hire a useless employee. Marriage isn't about love, guys. Oh, really? And mm-hmm. love isn't what we've been told it is. Oh. Love has nothing to do with emotions. Oh. And marriage has nothing to do with emotions. Oh. But if you get emotionally involved, emotionally invested, lustful, and attached with your sex goggles on, you're not going to see that this woman is a bad hire. <laughs> well, he's this man's a pragmatist. God bless him. Uh, but... Uh, uh, I'm not sure that's a great way to form a family unit to not have any love and affection. What? You don't think that this is a healthy way to live? I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, I know there's, guy, I, there's a whole lane of these guys, and I, I kind of dig that lane. It's sort of astonishing to me. Uh, and, and that means there are guys out there that listen to this and sort of uh, adhere to it. And I agree you should be very careful with your choices, but, uh, yeah, your, your body as the source of feelings is a very important guide. And uh, it, it usually, if it's not been highly traumatized, it usually will not let you down. Now, if you have a pattern of being attracted to the wrong kind of person, as we've t- discussed many times in this show, learn to read that pattern and maybe, again, think, uh, what do we say? Butterflies, not lightning bolts. All right, give me another one. Oh! That's gross. That's incredible. Right? Yeah. Is like, that cockroaches? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know cockroaches could get into cars. Not in, in families like that or in, in great communities. And uh, it's going to make me forever look at those little plastic covers of the various uh, seat belts and whatnot in the car completely differently. Ugh. I guess if there's food and debris in there, something will get in there. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, that's been a problem for a while, it seems like. Oof. Disgusting. Yeah. All right. And and this is the whole this is the chain entitled What's Your Most Viral Video of Twenty Twenty One? And and I, I saw that a lot on TikTok and i I found it weird that most of those viral videos were sort of not that interesting to me. 
Really? I mean, this is interesting to me, but, but that, most of the stuff I saw was not. Well, maybe you need to learn to train your algorithm. A I bit. think that's true. I sh- if I were like Christine, I'd have that all that yeah. mommy stuff raining down on me. She should put on a master class. Or actually, <laughs> no, she does have a... Uh, uh, we did make some content of her teaching people how to make their uh, TikTok algorithm just like hers. That's so funny. It's good stuff. All right, give me another. Ooh. This Ooh. message is to the wind that's trying to blow my house down or blow a tree into my house or somebody else's house somewhere. You know, the, we're not going to tolerate you, weather. We're gonna, I'm coming after you because I'm not going to let the wind damage my house or me or my property or cause any harm to anyone. <laughs> what are we going to so, play? Yeah. play the harmonica? Oh, what is that? I'm coming after you, wind. Oh, a knife? That's a knife. With a vengeance. Wind, stop it now. Or you will have to mess with me. Woo, wind better look out. Wow, that reminds me of the guy that was uh, practicing knife uh, in the air and hatchets in the air last show. Huh, yeah, who, who do you think you're more afraid of? Uh, I think I'm more afraid of this guy. <laughs> and is, this a, is this a guy? I mean, I, uh, is that earrings I'm seeing? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, sure let's not call dressed a, like one. Let's call him a they them. They them. Okay. Say, but but definitely a cool person. A cool they De- them. Definitely. <laughs> and look at the uh, computer screen behind they them. Oh, I think that's a stained glass. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, I see, see that. Oh. Let let. Do, oh, go, that's a lot of icons. Yeah, roll it back a little bit because <laughs> uh, when they them step away, you see. Oh, oh look at that! <laughs> what is that? They're busy. They're real busy. They that just is need my, to have... <laughs> that is my fucking box room on a screen. Is what that is. Does everybody know about the box room? Oh, yeah. You talked about it on one of the last yeah, Well, the box room has uh, expanded. It sure has. Can we show a picture of it, Nanav? You want to... I, I know uh, Andy's got it some... It is on my Instagram. Okay. Ooh, Go yeah, to Andy's let me, Instagram. Let me, pull, let me pull that up. Hold He's on. got some proud pictures of what's been accumulating in the boxes. And uh, I, I say uh, huzzah. Huzzah to Andy for, uh, for accumulating... Uh, what is a world-class room full of boxes? <laughs> there it is. I, uh, I uh, have decided, too, I'm going to, uh, the way I'm going to clean it up is yeah. once YMH and all this production stuff is out of my house, Yes, I'm going to do a live stream and just take it all down myself, one box by one box by one and, box. And where will they go? What will you do with them? Is it going to be like a bonfire of the vanities or what? what? Um, that is a good question. I mean, it's Texas, you can yeah. do anything here. You could set up a bonfire in the street here, right? Yes, yeah, so a lot of people have been saying that I should just burn it, but uh. I don't know how to do that safely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, uh. But at first, it'll just be stacked in the room so that you know, because I'm not going to be able to recycle it, put it all anywhere immediately. So now they used we'll to have these little sort of um, outdoor, not really composting things, but but fire fire sort of uh, furnaces for burning trash in some parts of the country. And I'm imagining right. that would be fine here in Texas because everything's fine here. Right, yeah, like a, like a big fire pit. I don't know. Yeah. If, if there's one in, in Austin, maybe I'll do like a an actual like event. Yeah. <laughs> like a big bonfire kick. Yeah. That'd actually be pretty dope. That'd be dope, right? <laughs> yeah. Box, the, <laughs> the box is, room bonfire. The problem is transporting it. Even if you, even if you collapsed each box, by, by the way, it's probably a lot of money worth of cardboard there in reality. But let's say you even did it. You'd need about three pickup trucks worth of boxes to get it anywhere, right? Um, Even if you collapsed and folded them down. Yeah, like, so the funny thing is, this is the second rendition of the box room. I already had, like, I filled it up, you know, maybe, I don't know, a fourth of the way of what it is now. And then one of my neighbors, I offered on Facebook if anyone needed boxes, and one of my neighbors picked up a all of them. Wow. She's going to make like a fort for her kids. Super dope. Oh my gosh. Super like a, dope idea. Or maybe, uh, maybe uh, I know Halloween's big on this street. You can mm-hmm. do a, do a, uh, a uh, spook house or something. That right. They walk. Oh, that's cool. But, uh, but so uh, she had a pickup truck and she got, she needed two trips just to do those, yeah. like a fourth of that. So have you yeah, got to I'm know more than you hold truck. The, yeah. Have you got to know more of the, the neighbors here? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they th- they all think that I'm either a drug dealer or some kind of killer or something. Because yeah. it is a little weird, guys There's going a lot in of and traffic, out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> loud music, drums, sense. drums being played in here. <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, it's a little strange too. You can't you can't quite put your finger on what why people are going in and out, right? Mm-hmm. There was there was the night. I mean, if anyone was looking the night of the live show, fucking Joe Rogan, Tesla Teslas, black SUVs, strippers, like it was not a good night for so, my house. So you know, I as you know, when when uh, Susan and I watched that, we had an experience together. Yeah, uh, we both nearly vomited. Yeah. Uh, and where was that all? I don't didn't realize that was all here. So yeah. so Joe and Tom and Christina were in this room, right? No, they were in the living room. Yeah, I, so we put up pipe and drape like a big hole, you know, like a whole box. Got of, it. Like the, the same same stuff room. I've got behind me here, just bigger. Correct, much and, bigger, and and out in my living room. And so. was this like where Chris was in here? No, Chris was in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, my entire house was dedicated to the <laughs> to the live show. I just imagined somehow in my head, I was thinking Chris was somewhere completely else. So so has Chris recovered from this? Has he has he forgiven you guys? I mean, he was. It was an awesome, awesome uh, moment. I have yeah. to say, Chris loves his job. He 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 looks changed when I walk around your house and he's here. He he looks yeah. he looks like it altered him. He smiles more now, right? No. No, he does not. No, he does not. He he looks like he's thinking to himself, "You fuckers, I'm going to get back at you one way or another." I'd like to see him try. Am I am I on to something here? I don't know what you're talking about, man. He's got a new jacket provided by this guy right here. He he does. Yeah. And and, and it was a a lovely but but seeing him continue to read the was it poetry he was reading or something I what was he reading Oh he was doing uh he was he was doing Twitter shoutouts Twitter shoutouts Yeah so he was right. wishing happy birthdays and all that kind Right of stuff. right right Uh that was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life Hell yeah dude But uh did he ever like uh make out with any of these girls or anything or You know it's really crazy because uh first thing I tried to do was just gauge how comfortable he was with this. I was like, "Chris, you could say no to this at any time." He's like, "I'm aware." I'm like, "Ooh, no, okay." This is this is <laughs> look, I I I get that so clearly because no, I but yeah. I believe like I have the same shit going through my head. I'm thinking, "Oh, how deep are we getting in here?" And then my wife goes down some path and I'm like, "Oh, Jesus." We're going all the way, well, aren't we? What, we'll do it for your mom's house. What's what's It's what we all Chris. feel. We all have that same sense. We'll take we'll take it for the team. What's what's fun with Chris is that we kind of like just said like all right so like we'll do I don't know these two beats you know like you, you, you just kind of escalate it and then I mean we went back to him like two more times or I three know. more times than we I thought know. and then those were his ideas to escalate like the last couple times so it's like Chris is fucking in this to win this. People okay, think okay. that we're torturing All right. him. Well, we're not. Are. He loves this. He loves this job. He I, loves Austin. I, I, I want to hear those from. He basically, him. had a threesome. I want to hear. I know. I know he did. But he was. Uh, he was given a job to do during it. To be fair, and and I, I want to hear those words from his mouth, not yours. But I, I, I want to go back to the he them she them whatever we were talking talking about. I you know you normally uh, Nadav when you show me videos like that you go is this guy normal is this okay, and I've noticed we've. I've done a little less analysis of some of this stuff because we've been inundated with so many cool guys. Um, this is a disturbing cool person. They cool them. Uh-huh. Uh, in that, that aggression seems real. There seems like a certain uh, vacancy in that person's eyes where it it's somewhere between spectrumy versus psychopathy. <laughs> Um, so this person kind of worries me a little bit, like, uh, carrying a knife around and thinking that's cool. Uh, cool, cool person. But I, I, is there more from this person? Uh, this is the only one that Christina has, uh, gotten so far from this person. And so now if we hearken back to the guy with the hatchet on the last, last show, that guy also, that was different, right? That didn't have that cold appearance that this one has. See how cold the, the, the look in the eye is? I don't. I I remember the exact same like that stare, that cold stare of you see, see what I did there. You, now I'm gonna do it again. Do you, know? do you have that guy? I'm, yeah, loading it up. Yeah, because because I think you'll see that is what you see in the the other guy is just more fear. Let me emphasis yeah, by it's, saying it's, I'm. It's sort of empty, but but keep going. Go ahead. And he's he's talking to fighter, us. Nor do I know if this is the correct way to fight. This is just what there's I there's do. a blankness in his eye, but not a coldness. But watch right? watch, watch <gasps> after he does it. You see okay. this? Yeah. Boom! See that? Yeah, yeah. He's like, see what I did, motherfucker. Yeah, I'll do but it that's <gasps> I see that more as fear from him. Like I'm afraid, and 
But I'm not afraid now. See? See how I can defend myself? Well, See me? I would say his eyes look more like a he just woke up type of deal. Well, there's that kind of stuff, too. But, but he, this, And my thought here is, pin him upside a wall by his neck, right into the gut. This is more sad to me. This is more sad. This, this is like a guy yeah. that's afraid. The other one, the, the, the them, seems like somebody who, like, look at that. <laughs> this message is to the wind. That's trying to blow my house down or blow a tree into my house or somebody else's house somewhere. Stop it. Stop it. They're, they're saying that to, to the wind. Imagine what they might say to a person that pissed them off. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. And by the way, I, we're, we're not passing any judgment on uh, the, 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 this being a good or a bad person or a he, he, them, there, whatever. No, no comment about that. Just the... Just the aggression and the knife and the coldness. That's what we're commenting on. I don't know, man. I would argue that both of these were in terms of self-defense. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was saying, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is what happens if you were to get me. And then that guy was like, this is what happens if the wind comes and gets well, me. Well, but now this is your oppositional defiant stuff kicking in here. <laughs> this is, this is you, you, you kind of you get a little stimulated by this to push back like that. That's another, yet another phenomenon. It's something a little different. I don't know what you're talking about, Chief. We'll talk about it next time. We're going to wrap this thing up. Again, <laughs> keep the uh, voice messages coming. 818-253-1693. And the emails at drfdark@gmail.com. We appreciate it. Booth Boys. Appreciate you guys being being here see you next time mommies all conversations and information exchanged during participation of the dr drew after dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se you must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction nothing on these podcasts are posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.